0: Now, back to The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're bringing in Gordon Chang, senior fellow at the Gatestone Institute, author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War and The Coming Collapse of China. Gordon is a phenomenal China expert. Gordon, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Uh, big story in the Wall Street Journal Cuba to host secret Chinese spy base, focusing on U.S. I'll just read you the first line. China and Cuba have reached the secret agreement for China to establish an elect, uh, electronic eavesdropping facility on the island of Cuba and a brash new geopolitical challenge by Beijing to the U.S. That, according to U.S. officials now. Gordon, as you may know, Kirby, John Kirby, was asked about this in a uh, press conference and and sort of dodged the whole thing. But it sounds like it's pretty real to me. What do you know about it?
1: Well, Larry, um, John Kirby's denial was certainly uh, technical and tortuous. Um, And I think the reason is that Kirby might actually be telling the truth. But I do believe that Kirby is trying to mislead and deceive the American public with the truth. Because there have been reports, and these have been out there for years, Larry, that the Chinese are already in Cuba with Mm -hmm. listening posts for signals Mm -hmm. intelligence, especially at the Lourdes facility, which was perhaps the largest Soviet listening post outside the Soviet Union during the Cold War. And there are also reports, Larry, that the Chinese are at two other locations in Cuba with signals intelligence. Um, and that would be Bayucal and Santiago, Santiago de Cuba. Mm. So, um, although Kirby may have been telling the truth that, there no, that there's no new facilities, Kirby is probably trying to, um, put us off the trail.
0: Well, they're saying that, um, China has agreed to pay Cuba several billion dollars to allow it to build the new a, a new eavesdropping station and that the two countries have reached an agreement in principle i mean i i think the question here gordon is okay so this is real uh it's the reality what are we going to do about it and i mean it's sort of you know you come on the tv show and and i always ask you this it's like what is Biden doing about the China threat in general? I mean, he talks about them. Uh, you know, he was at the G7 meeting in Singapore, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, they're, we, have a, we have competition with China. No, we don't. I mean, we have competition with Germany. China's our adversary. They want to dominate. And here they are, you know, building up their eavesdropping in Cuba, which is whatever, 90 or 100 miles from Florida. What, what are they going to do about it, Gordon?
1: Well, first of all, um, the United States has now diplomatic relations with Cuba. And this seems to me that we always have said where the Obama administration said, look, you know, we're going to get leverage over the Castro regime. Well, if that's the case, um, then let's now use that leverage. And if we can't use that leverage, then let's get out of Cuba. But the other thing, Larry, and and this, I think, is a broader question. Um, China is collecting much more intelligence about the United States directly from American soil. They do this in a number of different ways, and this is our country, and we can stop this. So these are things that we need to do. If we show China that we're serious about protecting our information, then maybe we'll be able to get somewhere. But so far, I believe that Beijing looks at us and says, well, they're not even protecting intelligence gathering on their own soil, so why don't we go ahead with Cuba? And that is the fundamental problem with regard to China these days,
0: what about the balloon? The famous balloon. I mean, that was an intel gathering uh, exercise.
1: Yes. Well, you know about the balloon, um, and and this is this is another case where the Biden administration has been downplaying things. Even you know, with regard to this Wall Street Journal report uh, on the Cuba facility um even andrea mitchell of nbc news has a story today which talks about is then the headline is is the biden administration downplaying the threat from china and the report itself is quite damning when you uh, go through it all and so really that's the same thing with the spy balloon because uh biden last month at the g7 in japan called it that silly balloon but we are starting to understand that that silly balloon was seeing if China could disrupt our command and control signals to our um, nuclear ballistic missile submarines, um, to our um, strategic B-2 bombers. And that really means that China is thinking of a first strike uh, with its nuclear weapons on the United States. So mm. that's not silly, at least in my vocabulary. uh I-
0: Going back to this Wall Street Journal story, last month, President Biden sent CIA Director William Burns on a secret trip to Beijing, and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan held talks with a top Chinese official in Vienna. Uh, Do you know anything about that? Well,
1: um, Wang Yi is that official that Jake Sullivan met, and they they talked for 10 hours. Um, Really, what we're seeing is the Biden administration working very hard, very ardently to establish communication lines with China. And it is pleading. um, And Beijing is enjoying this because they will view, for instance, um, Secretary of State Blinken going to Beijing as a capitulation by the United States. Remember, right after the spy balloon incident, um, Blinken postponed his trip to beijing which had been um on the docket uh for february and um now Blinken's uh state department is leaking that uh, that trip has now been put back on beijing is denying that they have invited Blinken, and this is just making the united states look like a vassal um mm-hmm. and and I, china is just of course exploiting that um and you know that's one of the reasons why Biden foreign policy is in collapse around the world, it's not because the Chinese are particularly effective with their statecraft. It's because Biden is failing region by region, incident by incident.
0: It's an incoherent policy. I mean, there's no, there's no main driving themes like a Reagan had or like Trump did with China. It's incoherent. Um, you know, at that G7 meeting, again, uh biden talked about a thaw in china relations and then within hours the chinese came back and said there is no thaw and then you had the other episode i think we talked about this on the tv show uh defense secretary lloyd austin who's not the worst of the biden crowd but austin wants to meet with the chinese defense minister and the chinese said no no we're not going to meet and it's like they're humiliating us on the world stage
1: Yes, Lloyd Austin was humiliated at the Shangri-La dialogue in Singapore. Um, He went over and tried to shake the hand of uh, uh, Li Shang-Fu, the Chinese defense minister, and they had a friendly interaction for a couple moments. Um, But this was wrong on the part of the United States because of two things. First of all, uh, General Li, the defense minister, is under U.S. sanctions, and so we should not be talking to him full stop, but Mm -hmm. also because really what we have seen is just after um, and at the same time of Lloyd Austin's uh, uh, encounter in Singapore, we had the May 26th um, dangerous intercept of the U.S. Air Force RC-135 in international airspace over the South China Sea. And then the May 30, um in- incident in um, the Taiwan Straits with our Arleigh Burke destroyer. So really what we're happening is, you know, we try to talk to China and China engages in these extremely dangerous intercepts.
0: Hmm. You know, the other thing, Gordon, I mean, I think everybody knows China is fixing to invade Taiwan at some point. And the question is, what are we doing about it? I don't hear anything. I mean, Biden talk, He never talks about it directly. I mean, to me, that's going to be the biggest pressure point. They wanted to. The Chinese want Taiwan and um When, whether it's 2025 or 2027, I don't know. Maybe you have a sense of that. But what are we doing about that?
1: Not enough. Um, It's very clear that China is threatening an invasion of Taiwan. And in these types of circumstances, um, we should be um, helping Taiwan on an emergency basis. And on an emergency basis, we should be stockpiling our own weapons. In recent war games, it's shown that in a battle with China, the United States runs out of a critical type of munition, which is um, uh, anti-cruise missiles, um, within days. Mm. Now, some people say days; some people say within one week. The point is, this is something. This is this is the type of weapon that will be uh, the prominent one on the battlefield. The Chinese will use them; will use them, but we'll just run out in a very short period. And we are not at a point where we, on an emergency basis, are building up our stocks of that and other critical munitions.
0: I just don't understand why Biden and his group doesn't, at least at the level of rhetoric, Gordon, I mean, you know, go back, Donald Trump was the first president to really ring the bell about the Chinese threat. And he was relentless about that. And if you go back even further, you know, remember what Reagan, Reagan, you know, calling Russia the evil empire and so forth. The Bidens just don't seem to have the backbone to do that sort of thing.
1: Well, first of all, um, We have to go back to Robert Gates's 2014 memoir. Gates was the former defense secretary in the Bush and Obama administrations where he wrote that uh, Biden has been wrong on nearly every foreign policy and national security matter of the last four decades. And I think that's right.
0: All right. Gordon Chang, nobody knows this story better than you do. Thanks for your time today on a weekend. I appreciate it very much, folks. We're going to take a quick break, and on the other side, guess what? We're going to do some stock market work. Stock's up for the fourth straight week. It's an interesting story. I'm Cudlow. Stick with us. Much more to come. Tax Day is coming. Oh, no.